Welcome to But Make It Hallmark. My name is Patty, and I'm here with my co-host Chingai. Chingai, how are you? Hey, Patty. I'm doing okay. <laughs> kind of. It's been so long. Kind of mellow after the high we had last. No, and it's been so long since we last spoke. It feel it doesn't feel like just a week. I can't believe we're back to regular programming. But here we are on our ninth episode of our 12 Days of Christmas special, counting down the 40 movies from Miracles of Christmas and Countdown to Christmas of Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And supposedly for the ninth day of Christmas, it's a bunch of nine. Piper's piping, and I don't know. I guess it's just a lot of tooting, but not much, uh, not much substance for us this week. <laughs> this week we're back to covering four movies, which we'll get to in a bit. But before we dive in, I don't know the sadness that we're about to discuss. I wanted to share with you, Chinga, and I think you have one too—a Hallmark happy thought that we've got. Do you you want to go first? Let's let's <laughs> talk happy thoughts. Yes, my happy thought comes from. The Hallmark movie subreddit, which I discovered this week because I was kind of distracted while watching this week's movies <laughs> and I was on my phone and landed landed on an interesting subreddit where um, a lot of people, like, they write in the plots and people can comment and guess which <laughs> movie it is because, you know, they're like a a hundred Hallmark movies and you don't know, you don't kind of, you, you kind of forget what you watched and yeah, you have your Hallmark sommeliers <laughs> over there uh, helping you figure out which one that was. <laughs> There's a lot of discussion. It's pretty thoughtful. I suggest you go on there, especially as you go through this week's Yeah, movies. maybe we can share to the subreddit in our episode description so people can join in the fun. I mean, you, 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 you talked about mm-hmm. people describing plot lines and everyone else trying to guess it. Call my homework happy thought uh, revolves around me discovering that my mother, of all people, is actually watching Hallmark movies. I'm like, what? What a revelation. I mean, the does not fall far from I should have guessed this. My mom hates any sort of like drama or suspense. And so she really likes watching Hallmark movies because obviously you know what's going to happen. They're, she never has to hide behind like a curtain, which she does often when she watches any movie, any other movie with my dad. So my dad was like, I started asking them on the call, like, oh my God, which movies did you like? I'm so excited. Let me listen to my podcast and all that. This is the first time I actually want my parents to listen <laughs> to the podcast. But the point is my dad started describing a Hallmark movie. And he literally described the plot line of five different Hallmark movies. So I'm like, okay, I'm really excited for them, though, to get to episode 12 of our Del Davis of Christmas special so that we can recommend the 12 that they should watch uh, at the end of all of this. But yeah, I know we're almost there. there. We're almost there. Uh, Let's get into it. So I guess our first movie from Countdown to Christmas would be Christmas She Wrote, starring Danica McKellar and Dylan Neal. When writer Kaylee has her column canceled before Christmas, she heads home to reconnect with family. Sparks fly when she gets an unexpected visit from the man who canceled her column. I am retiring your column. You're just gonna let me go. I actually heard that he's gonna lose his job if he doesn't get you back. I started another column. The 12 days before Christmas, how to unwrap your inner cheer. This holiday, try meeting someone new or reconnecting with an old friend. I think he likes you. May I have this dance? We've got, you know, the usual big city writer. So this girl, Danica McKellar, we're supposed to believe is this hotshot columnist for a newspaper or some sort of like publication in New York City. She has this fabulous, I'm assuming gay best friend. 
played by one of the brothers from Chesapeake Shores. I think it's the first time he's playing a gay character. I'm quite into it. Anyway, she gets fired or laid off from her job and then she has to come home for Christmas and she hasn't done it in a bit. So everyone's like, hey, look at you, big time writer. She gets an offer from the local newspaper to be like, hey, why don't you write for us? And she's like, no, no, you know, I want to write in the big city. Uh, she has an ex who's like a doctor's without borders kind of guy who she ends up reconnecting with. She's got a niece. She's got a sister. And then she's got that boss who somehow creepily stalks her in her hometown as, you know, <laughs> they, they try to get her back because apparently the uh, publisher or the owner of the newspaper is so in love with Kaylee or more like um, is trying to field all the angry calls from subscribers that are demanding she comes back. I am not a big Danica McKellar fan. In fact, I think I actively, again, stay away from her movies. Nothing against her. I think she's perfectly fine. I'm just really not a fan. I tried watching this movie in 1.5x and it was way too fast because she speaks so fast. So I only had to watch it at 1.2, which means I was angry because I was wasting time. But here we are. <laughs> I don't know, man. It just wasn't for me. Plot-wise, I've seen this before. It's very... I think what was... The silver lining of this is we've seen this plot line so many times in Hallmark. I wasn't offended. I wasn't angry. So that's a good thing. But you know that's a bad thing when on a week of movies, that's what your baseline is, that you're not angry. Like, come on, guys. We just came from the high of Christmas waltz. We know you can do better. So I watch Good Morning America every time I have breakfast. And I caught Danica McKellar live. She was she was promoting the movie. And so she, she gives them the, the plot, which is basically the summary of the entire movie and they were talking about how you know you're giving it all away why why are we even gonna watch this movie plus you talk so fast i mean those things both we we both experienced because yeah it's impossible to watch this at 1.5 because she just speaks really fast ah this movie is like formula hallmark it plays with all the tropes that we've known for like years and years Again, the most interesting part of this movie is the secondary uh, character, or Chesape- Chesapeake Bro. Welcome back. Dylan Neal, I remember from <laughs> Dawson's Creek, and The Bold and the Beautiful. Big throwback there. So I really can't shake that character out off my head when I see him on screen. I I have nothing against Danica McKellar. I mean, I, I love mm. The Wonder Years, so I'm fine with her. I just feel like there was no tension between them. It was very, all very wholesome, which is actually what Hallmark is. And yeah, there, I felt like there was zero chemistry between them, but then at the same time, the movie's inoffensive. Yeah. You know, it, it I had it playing in the background. It's not like I willingly like turned away from yeah. the screen like I did with Others. the movie that <laughs> the new movie that shall not be named but I didn't pay yeah. attention either and I, I texted you I remember about how um, the opposite of love <laughs> isn't hate it's indifference and I was really indifferent about Christmas she wrote considering that it's about a writer it's a, it, you know she was from the big city I just didn't care and that's that. I have nothing yeah, no. else to say. I mean, say. obviously, this is teetering for me between a North Pole no and merrily mediocre. And I think what made it merrily mediocre for me in the end is that I actually did care about Chesapeake Bro and the bartender. And I'm like, hey, give me more of that. Mm. And also the, the ex-boyfriend. We've seen him before in other movies. Or I think, where did he come out? Maybe like Good Witch or something like that. I forget. We've seen him before. I liked him. I was like, oh, let's, you know, see more of him. So it wasn't, 
I wouldn't say a no for me, but it definitely is like the lowest rung of merrily mediocre, teetering on the edge of North Pole. No? Yeah. I mean, I'd like to thank Christmas She Wrote for playing the background while I wrapped Christmas gifts. <laughs> that, that was well, it. Well, there we are. <laughs> From one movie to the next, we had to Christmas in Evergreen. Bells are ringing, starring Holly Robinson, Pete, Rukia Bernard, Antonio Cayon, Barbara Niven, Colin Lawrence, and Ashley Williams. As Michelle's wedding approaches, Hannah steps up to help finish the launch of the new Evergreen Museum while questioning her relationship and future with Elliot. On Hallmark Channel, in a town built on Christmas wishes, I have some big news. Evergreen has something big to celebrate. We're gonna have a Christmas museum. Except for one. We'll see. Holiday. What have you done? Humbug. Ho, ho! No. People come to Evergreen for how well we do Christmas. So Hallmark loves its sagas, and Evergreen is one of those. Again, like the Godwinks, I have never seen an Evergreen movie. I appreciate the like quick summary in the beginning the storybook flipping much like an old disney movie i mean thank you for the summary i just i just went in here with a lot of caution because i don't know i it it just seemed overly wholesome like in the vein of christmas she wrote there was just so much going on and yes it was an ensemble cast but it was just like 50 million plot lines all at the same time Again, the character I most paid attention to was the secondary character, Holly Robinson, Pete's sister, who was visiting from, I don't know, San Francisco or something. (laughs) Okay, so we have a mayor who's getting married. We have the star of this movie in particular, who's the young girl who falls in love with a guy who has a tinker shop and she wants to do everything for everyone. We have Ashley Williams, who's back here from Paris with her daughter, who we know and love from When Calls the Heart, Ali from When Calls the Heart. Uh, We have a grumpy old man. Do you know Statler and Waldorf from The Muppets? Yes! So they're the two movie critics. I love them there. So we have a Statler and Waldorf pair here in the form of these two choir ladies. I swear I think Ruth Bader Ginsburg is like shaking in her grave right now because I think I think they look kind of familiar. There're just so many things in this movie and so many things I don't care about and I hate to be like such a downer with a movie that's so wholesome and means well, but I just I take offense at caricatures. I think we should all be better than that. We're all better than that. I mean, why why do we have to succumb to these stereotypes? I don't know. Plus, right before I watched this movie, I'd seen this comedy clip. It's a play on the fo- in, on this Folgers ad where a sister's brother comes home <laughs> and she welcomes him back and oh you're my Christmas gift and there was just like really like incestuous tones between the two of them and I think I was super influenced by that because I see the lead the leading lady in this movie and Elliot the guy she's with and all I could see was Sibling. like incest vibes yeah. and like it just <laughs> It just colored the whole movie. I couldn't take it seriously. I don't think the movie wanted me to take it seriously with the RBG twins. So, yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm also not sorry. I can't get the folders ad out of my head now, thank you. Unlike you who has never seen a Godwink movie, and unlike you who has never seen a Christmas in Evergreen movie, oh God. I have seen all of them. 
<laughs> that is on me. That is on me and my mistakes in life. I think with Christmas and Evergreen, it just got progressively worse for me. <laughs> like the first one was <laughs> Ashley Williams. I was like, you know, she is so lovable and likable. And you're like, okay, okay, you're rooting for her. And then they kind of just kind of forced it through all the different characters from Holly Robinson Pete. Just like random ass people. I never, like you mentioned all the 50 million plot lines. I don't care for any of them at all. Like this movie, I could not tell you what this third installment was about. I didn't have any feelings. I didn't. You said the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. This one, I was super duper indifferent. There was a saving of the museum. There was the guy that wanted to be... I, I just... There was no chemistry. There was no chemistry between them. I didn't care for them. I wasn't rooting for them. If they both disappeared, I wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> like, is this what numbness feels like? Like, are we now numb? I know we have, like, what? Eight movies left after this week. I can't believe we're down to eight. And I feel nothing. I feel nothing. They, I mean, overall, for me, this is what they call Christmas in Evergreen. Like, Evergreen is supposed to be, like, content that never goes away. Can this content just go away? We don't want this to be Evergreen. I want this series to just go away. But yeah, Jada Lily is my favorite. I was half expecting Kevin McGarry to show up as Uncle Nathan, but he did not. So there's no silver lining for me in this one. There, there is none. Um, ever the evergreen saga is just like Stepford wife Pleasantville madness that needs to end. It's a North Pole no. <laughs> uh, yeah. North Pole no for me as well. So that's that's two for two now of like just not great experiences for us. When we're back, we've got two more from Hallmark movies and mysteries, Miracles of Christmas. I hope we get a Christmas miracle over there. Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. Chingai and I are still here counting down the uh, 40 <laughs> movies. We're on our ninth episode and we're going to discuss the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Miracles of Christmas duo that came out. Starting off with Time for Us to Come Home for Christmas. Starring Lacey Chabert and Stephen Hazar. Five guests are mysteriously invited to an inn to celebrate Christmas with the help of the owner, Ben. Sarah discovers that an event from the past may connect them and change their lives forever. I just had a question about my reservation. Sure. Who made it? You got one of these cards too? I sure did. He checked your reservation. The line was blank, just like mine. Seems like we have a mystery on our hands. I believe life sends us signs. Do you even know what you're looking for? It's up to us whether we can know them or not. I just feel like my mom might be the key to figuring this all out. We are coming from a very, very high, high, high of Christmas Waltz with Lacey Chabert, where we finally saw her for the star that she could be. And well, we are back to the star <laughs> that she is with Time for Us to Come Home. I, I think it's when bad scripts happen to good people. And this is another of those movies where it's a time for me to come home, time for you to come home, and this is the third installment as well with Time for Us to Come Home. I would say it's a merely mediocre seasonal trope overall because we get this, you know, mystery of like strangers who are all invited an in and no one knows why for Christmas. And it could also be the plot of a horror movie where people <laughs> die. It unfortunately isn't what happened. But here we are, stuck in the this lovely snowfall in or snowflake in whatever. 
uh, where everyone's trying to figure out, or more like Lacey Chabert's character is trying to figure out why they're all connected and how they're all invited. We've got a father-daughter who's like kid is trying to learn music. We've got this actually quite interesting musician who's got a great voice. We've got the Stephen Hussar character. We've got some other old characters that I couldn't describe anymore. And then we have Stephen Hussar, who again, I am not opposed to. I know Chingai isn't the biggest fan, but I'm not opposed to him. He still gave off very like, you know, he's a, the inn owner. His sister is back. They're, you know, reminiscing about their time in the inn as a child, as children. Another movie with 10 million stories in it. A lot less than Christmas in Evergreen. And I have to say, I cared a bit more. And I think relative to time for us to come, time for you to come <laughs> home, time for me to come home, I would say this is the, uh, I don't know, is it an upgrade? I don't know. I wouldn't call it an upgrade, but I, I would say that it was at least a bit better than the first two that I remember. Because I know one of them we really kind of hated. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I would just say merrily mediocre just because inoffensive, but I couldn't give a damn. Which is such a fall from grace for Lacey, who just last week gave us every single fucking feeling that after watching this movie, I watched Christmas Waltz again just to erase the memory and replenish the good vibes I was feeling. I just have to commend you, Patty, for just like really being loyal to all of Hallmark's sagas. You've just like stuck with Godwig, with Evergreen, with a, this ridiculous <laughs> title time for us, you, for me to come home for Christmas. What the <laughs> hell? This movie no is like Clue, but make it Hallmark. If you read or watched Agatha Christie's and then there were none, that's another that's another familiar trope where people strangers come together. I think this was a little more interesting than Evergreen. Uh, like you, I cared more about the people. I didn't I didn't care a lot, but I, I cared more. <laughs> so we're grading on a curve here. So I think I think this does better. I did not like Stephen Hussar before, and I understand his appeal now. So thank you oh my God, for us to come welcome. home for Christmas. I always thought he was like this glassy-eyed zombie type but he had a little <laughs> life in him now so thank you Lacey for bringing that out in him this is no Christmas waltz though and unfortunately oh, no. we're gonna have no, to no, compare no, 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 every no, no. other movie Lacey is into that to that stellar movie oh, yeah. um, this movie was endearing oh, yeah. I was half expecting it to turn into This Is Us because you know of all the merging <laughs> plot lines um, I like the music <laughs> so thanks for bringing in these new people and like introducing uh, different genre, I think. The mystery part was alright. It was mediocre to me. And actually, I appreciated the mystery here because it didn't offend me. The other movies and mysteries that we talked about, I was just like really uh, seething. <laughs> because either either the mystery was just dumb or like I didn't care at all. At least this one made me, made me care. I didn't care a lot, but I cared a little. I just think that, you know what, the time for us, you, me, to come home for Christmas needs to end on a high note and make this the last one of the series ever. Exactly. And just like, end it with this and call it a day. Exactly. Time for them to retire the <laughs> series because really, like, it's, it's time. I think Stephen and Lacey did the best they could with what they had. You're right, like... I wouldn't call it chemistry, but at least there was something between yeah. them. There was something between them that, okay, like there's some interest. 
it's very hard because we're grading on a curve and we're grading versus Christmas Waltz, which is unfair because Christmas Waltz is on a fucking another plane of its own. But you can't help it. It's a back. It's two weeks in a row of two lazy movies. Like, come on, Hallmark. You're doing a disservice to this movie. If you had shown this movie earlier on in the season, then it would have been further from Christmas Waltz. There would have been a gap. It would have been a crescendo to Christmas Waltz. But this one feels like, you know, like it fell flat in that sense. So overall, merrily mediocre for me. I wouldn't like, I couldn't call out the specific scene where I was like, oh my God. You know, dying, which is me every other scene of Christmas Waltz. Let's be real, every scene. So, you know, yeah, let's 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 end on a high, the high that this series can, you know, manage and, and call it a day. Call it a day indeed. So let's move on to another mystery, a little Christmas charm starring Ashley Green and Brendan Penny. Holly, a jewelry designer, finds a lost charm bracelet and teams up with investigative reporter Greg in hopes of finding the owner and returning it by Christmas Eve. It's a charm bracelet. I found it in the pocket of this coat. I would really love to get this back to the owner by Christmas. When you lose a charm bracelet, it doesn't feel like you just lost a bracelet. It feels like you lost a piece of your history. I want to feature your journey for peace that I'm doing called Holiday Hero. We could use a little inspiration. Let's team up. Ashley Green. Where are you going with this? Brendan Penny. Back in time. When we started going through the Christmas movies time. in this lineup, I was, I was so sad because I was like, there's no Brendan Penny. Brendan Penny's not here. And then, oh, lo and behold, he does have a Christmas movie. I am a big Brendan Penny fan. We did talk about Chesapeake Shores, and I'm just so glad he's back. He's my favorite Chesapeake bro. And he's paired with Ashley Green, who isn't bad looking at all. <laughs> She, I mean, she, yeah, so pretty, yeah, so right? pretty. So, so they, they look very attractive together, and at at the very least, we have that. But I think this movie gave us more than just okay. Um, I liked that it was set in New York City. We have another writer, except it's the guy this time. We have a jewelry designer in Ashley Green. So it, it's all very snappy, I think. Um, one thing happens after the next in this movie, and before you know it, you're, you're on the hunt for the owner of the charm bracelet. I think they did the mystery pretty well, um, especially compared to the other mysteries. Like Even Time for Us to Come Home for Christmas. It's like, it was a mystery, but I didn't care. This one, I, I felt like I did care a little. I, I cared it about this a little more than USS Christmas, so that's saying more. I like how they took the idea of a holiday hero and made it someone from everyday life. So Brendan Penny was doing a piece on holiday heroes and he made her the focus of the story because she was trying to reunite the owner of the bracelet with the charms because it was just a nice thing to do because she knew that charm bracelets are probably really important to the people who own them. In terms of seasonal tropes, I think this is good. We have the Asian editor-in-chief who is who is pretty decent. She's nice. There's one yeah. highlight for me in this movie, and it's when they do this cosplay 50 scene in the Long yes. Island Railway at the train station. That was really nice. Gorgeous. And, and, you know, I love Brendan Penny. He's so tall and crinkly. Smi- he's so I- tall. Crink- yeah. His eyes crinkle when he smiles. Ashley Green is gorgeous, and them dressing up in 50s attire was Beautiful. just lovely. And you see them running down the track. It, 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 was, it was gorgeous. Seasonal tropes, I mean, 
in respect with respect to all the other movies that we reviewed this week, it was warm by the fire for me. Yeah, exactly. And I think like I feel like you you mentioned USS Christmas, and that also had like a a mystery we kind of cared about. I actually feel like this could exist in the same universe because USS Christmas docks in New York, and you know they they go around the city for a bit. I actually feel like they could have gone on like a double date, and it would have been interesting to see them. Um, interact as characters because I feel like they actually existed in the same like cinematic universe. Thank God for Brendan Penny and Ashley Green really saving this week because after the duds that we've seen, this honestly felt like such a dream and yet that dream wasn't actually that good. But because we're grading on a curve, it feels like light years away. They had banter. They had like, they had chemistry. There was teasing. You could tell he was interested. You could tell she was, but she was trying to, you know, keep it on the down low. You know, all those times of like, let's let's set ground rules of like, you know, there's there's no romantic dates. Like that's the kind of like conversation you want in these things. It didn't feel flat. The mystery wasn't annoying. The sister was cute. Like the sister was, you know, like I think there was like just things that were actually making me pay attention apart from the beautiful people which is a tall order apparently for this week's set of movies so like for that alone congrats for letting me pay attention oh god what a low bar i think i think you're on to something with like this and uss christmas like being in the same cinematic universe i mean that's a series i can get behind you know <laughs> why don't they do that like a love actually type thing right and, uh, instead of like giving us evergreen and time for us you me to come home anyway i like how brendan penny is unabashedly into her like he doesn't have any qualms about saying yes i'm asking you out on a date if you listen to enough of our podcast you'll know that that's what we like we like we like forthcoming we like straightforward <laughs> i don't know if this is bearing on our lives <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't it mess is, around. Sure. He doesn't mess around. There's just no bullshit here, and he's not creepy. Maybe because he's cute. If he were ugly and, yes. and there was someone that forthcoming, <laughs> then like go away. I like how they keep going back to the German club because I, yeah. I like German food. <laughs> I don't know. I like cooking like, cake. I yeah, like yeah. Um, I like his mom embarrassing him. He turns. He starts out as someone who hates Christmas, and then suddenly, you know, you know, his history unfolds, and then you find out that he's a softie who likes Christmas trains, and you know, he he just wants to do a good job, and he wants to be a journalist. He just want to write the puff pieces, not fluff pieces. I'm sorry, my mistake. Yeah, this movie saved. This week, Brendan Petty, you yeah. are Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, based on the curve, this would be a warm by the fire mm-hmm. movie. But honestly, if it was any other week, it would probably be a merely mediocre movie. But hey, lucky them, placement put them this week. So warm by the fire for me. I, I mean, a really bad curve, but a great week for them to uh, shine. Brendan Penny, like the uh, train train sets so did trevor donovan so i'm telling you the possibilities are endless for those two movies to kind of connect because they had very like old-timey mysteries as well i think that this you're right this could be like a genre of like connected movies that they do where gorgeous people solve (laughs) mysteries during christmas (laughs) (laughs) through new york city let me let me put that let me put that as the uh like a paris jetem 
Except like it's a New York I love you in Christmas and they solve mysteries. But yeah. Wow, what a relief to have this at the end of all of it. It, it true to its name. I, I found it charming. It it was it was, it was just a little, a little uh, Christmas just, charm, just or a, a long little Christmas charm. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true to its name. Well, <sighs> that's week well, nine. I guess, as you guys can, yeah. <laughs> as you can tell, we would probably kind of warmly, softly recommend you checking out a little Christmas charm starring Brennan Petty and Ashley Green. It's quite inoffensive, quite enjoyable, and it's pretty people. You can't go wrong. And with that, I guess, thanks. <laughs> looking forward <laughs> to next week, with us. I think. Yeah, looking forward to next week with our, I know, I don't know, with our four new movies. If you guys haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at ButMakeItHallmark and on Twitter at MakeItHallmark. And yeah, we're so glad you've come to join us. <sighs> Hope you, to see you guys next week when our next four movies hopefully bring us a lot more joy. Thanks, Thanks you guys. Thanks, Patty. Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas.